the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Big debate in Chicago and on the media. Is it 100? Is it 106? When do you stop counting? That's the only real dispute of the third world hellhole Chicago, unfortunately, has become. And that is strictly and absolutely because of politics. It's not by happenstance. That is the utopia that Democrat policies bring. Ta-da! Don't you love it? This one's a little personal, though. See, most of us have a connection to the city, right? One form or another. We grew up there. We have relatives that are there. We remember a better time, even though it was never great. It at least wasn't a disgrace the way it is today. It wasn't a sewer. It wasn't a, a ghetto without boundaries that it is today. It is now officially a third world hellhole from the corruption, from the inside deals, from the payoffs, and from the politics, and moreover, from the way in which third world hellholes collapse from the dignity and the morality of the citizens. That's just the way it is. So this one is uh, coming off of the 4th of July weekend, and I told you earlier um, before the weekend that this is my favorite holiday. So it's a big deal to me. And uh, if you listen to the show, you know that my wife's family is is my family. It's it's not you know a, it's it's a unique situation where I'm married into a family that I love as my own. I have a brother-in-law who I'm very proud of. You know, I'm, I love him to death. We used to argue about politics because he was a union guy. Believe it or not, we would argue for years, and he went off on his own and started his own business, became very successful, and I'm very proud of him. He um has some uh, cabins in uh, in Michigan. So our family was going there to get everybody, you know, to, to spend the holiday amongst people who were like-minded and understood what this holiday means. So he was going up there to get everything ready, and he was going to take some of the kids. Luckily, thank God, he did not. Friday evening, 3.45 in the morning, he is on the Dan Ryan in the express lanes when they are shut down. In the fashion that a Western, like in the Old West, when the marauders would shut down the path that the coaches would go on, and they were systematically beating and robbing and doing whatever else to some of the people in the cars that were unfortunate enough to be in the express lanes. Luckily for him, the guy next to him decided to turn around and go the wrong way in the express lanes. By the time he got to the end, there were cops there that had blocked it off so no one else would go on. And they waved them through so he could go into the regular lanes and then go about his way. But think about how accepting of this kind of scum, scum we are. And that was just early in the weekend. 
It was Friday night. So you knew it was going to be a barn burner. Now, as you go back and, and, and when you just search, do a search engine, 100 shot in Chicago, and go take a look at how many years that is normal. How many years that's just just summertime. Sorry. And that, these are the kids, by the way, most of whom are kids. You could see from the videos, you could see if they ever release the arrest records, you know, before they turn them around on a $10 bail to send them back out in the street and get a bigger and better gun. Illegally, I might add. These are the same kids that they tell us we must spend $18,000 a year for their communist teachers union to profit from as they pretend to teach kids. Well, these are the kids they produce. How do you like the product that you're paying for? Developing this morning, a violent holiday weekend left more than 100 people dead or injured by gunfire. Several of them were children. Glenn Marshall is live at Cromer Children's Hospital with the details. Glenn. Yeah, good morning. Now, the number of victims include multiple teens who were shot over the holiday weekend. One of those including a 15-year-old who was shot in broad daylight yesterday. Take a look at this video that we have from that scene. Police told us it happened near the corner of South Langley and East Marquette before 6 p.m. We're told the 15-year-old boy was on the sidewalk when a dark-colored vehicle pulled up and someone fired shots from inside the car. He was transported. There is no time that this cannot happen. There is no area that this cannot happen, as it's from the north side to the south side and all of it. Granted, it's in the areas mainly where government really helps the people. How's it look? And it's disgusting and it's disgraceful. However, in Chicago and in Illinois and over the media, we know this is what Democrat areas produce. So it's just a blurb, and they use it for gun laws and gun reforms to take away things from people who would never partake in this. Right? That's who they're cracking down on. And that's whose money they have to take. You can't get any money out of this because these areas are where the government's already neck deep in, where their big thing is we're going to get together, we're going to have a park. Ooh, how much is the park going to cost? Ah, we'll get it done for six, seven hundred thousand. Granted, it should only be 80 grand, but we've got uh, campaign contributors to pay off. And that's the way it really works. And for some reason, I don't know what it is. In your psyche, if you just get used to it, like a video game, or you just say, well, what are you going to do? This is obviously where it collapses, and everyone's afraid to say it, and everyone doesn't want to look at exactly how did we get here, and why do we still stay in the sewer, in the gutter? And it's because you're electing the same kind of people, the same kind of corrupt, incompetent scum. That's just the way it is. But the saddest part is when a kid gets shot. It's always the saddest part, because a kid really is the embodiment of what could be. It's what the future really could be, the endless potential. So when these kids get shot and they're like the one-month-old that got shot in the face right before the weekend or when they're like the one-year-old or three-year-old or who knows how many of them got shot this week um, before they had a chance to make the decision if they were going to fold of character and follow all those other people into the welfare ghetto system or if they were going to stand apart and make something out of their life. Well, there was a kid that was unfortunately one of those kids who was on the L and got shot through the window in the back of his neck. A University of Chicago student struck by a stray bullet has died from his injuries. 20-year-old Max Lewis was riding the green line last week when a bullet pierced the window and hit him in the neck. WGN's Jenna Barnes is live at the University of Chicago with more on that story. Jenna. 
Micah and Ray, I talked to Max's mom on the phone. She tells me the request to take Max off life support came from Max himself. His friends are devastated by his death, but inspired by his life. Max is incredibly genuine and kind and caring and loving. And it's very hard to find people like that. And once you find someone like that, you just hold on to it. Zach Kogan met Max Lewis the first day of college at the University of Chicago. They were inseparable after that, both members of the Alpha Epsilon Pi fraternity. Max later became the fraternity's president. There was just a special space. We call it like our safe space where we just talk freely and everything. I have never found that with anybody else in the world. And that's... It's going to be the thing that I just miss the most about him. Max was a rising junior, a double major in computer science and economics, originally from Denver. He scored a five. Now, do you understand what this kid could have been off the charts? Brilliant. Grade point average, brilliant. He had some flaws, though, some flaws in his character. He thought there was hope for this sewer of Chicago. He was determined to be here. He didn't have to be here, by the way. He could have been with his family in Colorado who had to drive and watch their son die because he liked the city. He thought it was going to be great. He believed in all that nonsense that these professional, lying, corrupt frauds we call Democrats keep spewing. Year after year and day after day, they keep spewing the same BS. And Mayor Lightfoot, meanwhile, says she and city leaders are doing everything they can to stop violence on the streets. But today, the mayor renewed her call for more federal resources to stop the flow of guns into neighborhoods. Now, federal resources, you mean like when Donald Trump was president and he offered those federal resources? And this arrogant, vile despicable human being turned it down because she didn't like the president at the time. How many kids see this isn't You can't answer it. How many kids have been shot and died? Was this kid maybe one of them as a result of her arrogance and incompetence? And we know it's her failure. She's the biggest failure in the world. Yet she'll get elected in perpetuity. Our political reporter, Taman Bradley, joins us live with that part of the story. Taman. Ben and Lourdes, the mayor, came here to Gately Field today to show off an impressive new indoor track and field stadium. But after- They're celebrating the stadium. How much money do you think was absconded from the stadium? How many of the contractors were contributors to the aldermen in the area and Democrats in general? Anybody want to take a guess? Well, they're celebrating that today on a day when the biggest argument is, what is it, 100, 106, 109? How many people got shot in the sewer you created? After another bloody weekend in Chicago, the mayor admitted it's time for reflection among Chicago residents. This was not the headline the mayor wanted. 18 people killed, 100 people shot. So as she headed here to talk to celebrate the After School Matters program, the violent weekend hung over the event. The mayor would not say whether police need to rethink their anti-violence strategy, but she did admit more needs to be done for victims, witnesses, and survivors. How about to perpetrators, you stupid son of a dog? How about to actual perpetrators, you moron? See, here's another thing that went on this week that nobody wants to talk about. Arnie Duncan, you remember that guy? He used to like to play skins with Obama. And he became, I don't know, pretty, pretty powerful in our government because it's a corrupt bastion of who you know. So he forms a group where they raise money among the oligarchs of the Democrat Party. And they raise $25 million a year. And Arne Duncan heads up some nonsense, we the people, some Marxist claptrap nonsense. He title he gave it. And he took 70 
on Flannery, he describes them as targets, which in regular speak probably means gangbangers. He took 70 of them on a trip this weekend, thinking that by removing those 70 gangbangers, it would help the numbers so they could lie about it. These are the kind of numbers you can't lie. So you're going to hear Geppetto in her Geppetto costume, little Lori Lightfoot. You're going to hear her say something. Now, do you think it's going to be something you've never heard before? Or do you think it's going to be more of what she got elected on? The same BS that those low IQ Democrats eat up like cold soup. To explain the surge in violence, Lightfoot and the Chicago Police Department continue to blame the courts, pointing to the suspension of jury trials and judges allowing too many violent defendants back on the streets. Some older people have started to push back against that narrative. The latest person, Byron Cicho Lopez, this morning. Lightfoot critic, older person Anthony Beal, did not attend today's event with the mayor, even though Gately borders his ward. Instead, Bill was writing a letter to Governor Pritzker requesting he send in the National Guard to help Chicago police. Here are Mayor Lightfoot's first comments on the 4th of July weekend violence. I want you to know that we are doing absolutely everything that we can to stem the violence. Tell that, tell that kid's parents that wonderful, wonderful example of a, of, a, of a young man, of a student, of an American. Tell his parents you feel their pain when you're the one that's guilty. You're the one that's responsible for their pain, scumbag. Good thing the people that are dumb enough to be Democrats could care less. They just want to be told a lie they like. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. Not bad. I'll tell you what, every time I underestimate this TV comes through, it shocks me. The entire country, you saw the violence. The entire country. Granted, they were all in Democrat-run sewers. That's a given. In the entire country, Chicago made up 10%. 10% of everyone murdered this weekend was in Chicago. Ta-da! Hey, you're number one. Look at Chicago for once. Number one. It's an absolute and total disgrace. And she is shameless. I mean, I guess I knew that when I saw her Instagram with the Madam Mayor and she's got the little suit on and she's trying to dance. Because that's how she should be elected. I think subliminally what she's trying to do is get to your subconscious and make you understand you can't judge her on standards. I mean, after all, she's a woman. She's a lesbian and uh, she's a minority. She can't have standards for that. There's no such thing as failure in Lori Lightfoot, Chicago. I met with many of you and I've heard your pain and anguish. She heard it. I promise you Mm -hmm. that I see you, that I hear you and that I feel you. You will never be lost to me. There is more that we... How stupid do you have to be to believe this? You are all lost. It's whether or not you make it through the day. It's like growing up in Cambodia in the 70s. Can do and must do for victims, witnesses, and survivors. And I'll be making a specific announcement on that in the coming days. And by the way, you think I'm kidding you with PTSD? That's going to be the next money that goes into the sewer of corruption. You're going to have to treat these very people. So the 18000 a year for school, not enough. We already know we got to have daycare. All right, throw another 10000 on top of that. All the shootings. You think when, you think when, these, when, when, when these gangbangers and when these lowlifes get shot, I know that there are some good people that get caught up, but who knows the percentage. Nobody wants to do the math or even learn the names. You think when they go through their wallet, there's a Blue Cross Blue Shield card? I don't think so. I think you're paying for that, too. 
So add on that fee, then add on all the other government cheese, all the programs, the welfare, the walking around cash so they could go to the pot store and the gambling, and then the Section 8 housing, and let's not forget the food stamps. How much money is enough do we have to pay for this third world hellhole? How much? It's despicable, and it's disgusting, and it's not even close to being through. you got a lot more. It is coming. And Ann's internship in downtown Chicago this summer. Listen, and his family says he was so passionate about it, he stayed in the city so he could go into the office instead of Zooming from home in Colorado. His future was so incredibly bright. Max was riding on a CTA train back from that internship last Thursday when police say a stray bullet struck him in the back of the neck at the 51st Street Green Line Station. Now, how, how do you, as a parent... As a parent, your kid tells you, and, and, and we all have, most of us have kids. We understand. You want the absolute best. And they, they make decisions that you philosophically disagree with, and you're always challenged with that. Do I let them do what I know is wrong, or do I put my foot down and say, no, 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 you listen to me, jerky. You do what I tell you to do. I'm the parent. Because if their parents, if his parents would have been a little bit like me, a little bit more of a jerk, a little bit more controlling. And they said, no, no, you're not staying in that sewer. You come home to Colorado where you might get snowed on and, you you know, it'll be sunny later on and you might have to argue with some hippie. But you're not going to get shot in the neck from some low-life scumbag because that's that's the unsaid part. I'm so sick of pretending these are victims of circumstance rather than scum that are pulling these triggers. Scum that are shutting down expressways and beating and raping and robbing. And until you crack the back of the scum, you're just going to get more of it, especially when you keep paying the scum to be scum. It's just going to get more and more. Teresa on the north side. Hi, Sean. You know, you and I are both from Chicago, and uh, if you've never been to Chicago, would you really put Chicago on your tourist list? I mean, who would want to come here with all the violence? Seriously. Teresa, the other, the other, the other day on Friday, I wanted my, you know, I, wanted, I, I told my kids to fly into, into Michigan. But they, you know, they want to see their mother, so they come in. I have to drive them, though, right? I said, there's no way. I went around. I took 294 around the sewer. I don't even want my tires in that sewer. The reality is, until people reject it, you're just going to keep funneling to these scum. You know, I'm down in Florida right now. And I'm down here because I'm going to stay here. Because I'm not going to contribute to the scum anymore. I don't want to buy my gas there. By the way, it's 60 cents a gallon. It's more expensive. We got it. We're going to do that in the next hour. Everything is more expensive because this corruption and this failure has a very high cost. The problem is you just get used to it. But there is no higher cost than the destruction of children. And you're doing it in one way or another. Either you're putting them in these communist concentration camps we call CPS. And you're destroying their mentality and their character and their outlook of life. Or you're outright shooting them. It's just, it's absolutely yeah. disgraceful, Teresa. And that's why I do whatever you have to. I'm working four jobs to get my, it's not me. I could be down here now. I want to get my wife's whole family out of there. I want them all with me. Thank you for the call, Teresa. And to prove my point about exactly how bad it is, did you see what happened last night? Much in the loop last night, police started arresting young people as this huge group began taking over the streets, setting off fireworks, and even dancing on top of squad cars. It was quite the scene out there, that is for sure. Elizabeth Matthews is live with a push to contain the crowds. Elizabeth? 
Anthony and Tia, some of the chaos happened right here behind me near Wabash and Washington. Uh, police tell us that over 100 people were out here flooding streets kids. and sidewalks. Two officers were actually injured downtown in the loop. Take a look. That's an insurrection. That sounds like a ghetto insurrection. What the hell's going on? You're dancing on squad cars. You're twerking all over the place, not to mention the robbing and the mayhem. What exactly is going on here? Look at some of this video. A police spokesperson tells me that 61 people were arrested last 61. night, most of them young adults and some minors arrested for things like battery, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest. There are reports that the gatherings started as early as 6.30 Sunday night, and people were shooting off fireworks around that time. Police Until you crack down on these punks and take away their future, you're going to destroy your own. I'm going to take the rest of your calls. I got two lines open. 312-642-5600. I'm going to go to break. I'm going to take all your calls. It's just me and you. No guests today. We'll be back after this. You know, I was a little nervous with this uh, Elsa down here. All the predictions. It was going to wipe things out. It was going to blow lawn furniture off the chair. It was going to be chaos. Once again, luckily, I banked on the eco-Nazis being wrong, and they were. This loop crime report is not from the south side. This is from the Gold Coast. This is from downtown. Tell us those in the crowd were shooting bottle rockets at officers, jumping on police squad cars and resisting orders to disperse. One officer was injured when he was hit with a bottle rocket near the ear. Another suffered an ankle injury during a scuffle with an offender. I think it's a tough situation because I, I, I understand the need for... Uh, that's what happens when you mentally contort what you know is right and wrong. When you have to twist yourself into some kind of pretzel because you're afraid to say the truth. This is what it sounds like. You know, for the police to be a little easier on, on certain people. Um, and, and I also understand their standpoint. So, uh, it's, you know, I think they, a lot of these kids just don't know what to do. And they need some hope. They're victims. They're victims. You're victims, cops are vi- everybody's a victim. Well, somebody's got to be a perpetrator. Who's the perpetrator? Oh, that's you. You, like John and Elmhurst, perpetrator. Hi, John. Hi. How are you? you know, You're I'm, racist. I'm, I'm great. How about you? Hey, you know what? Wonderful. You know, that situation where they shut down the Dan Ryan's Ferris Beach says, I'm, I'm a South Sider. Uh, I grew up on the South Side, and, uh, you know, I've been on that road a lot of times, and, and I've seen some, some things. And I've witnessed that stuff, some of that mob stuff downtown when I was living down there. But I'm just noticing how many people are speeding down the shoulders of the road and, you know, the driving, the craziness. I mean, there's... there's how about the graffiti, no John? Yeah, there's no, there's no discipline. There's no law enforcement. People are just doing whatever they want. Because the character, you know, right away, I get a lot of calls. I get a lot of calls and people think that this is a, an attack on a race of people. Because that's the easiest attack to have, right? That's the easiest thing to do. It's the character of people, John. The problem with welfare, and I mean this, and this is corporate welfare, this is all kinds of welfare, is that it takes the dignity of the recipient. It doesn't help them. It takes the dignity to where sooner or later you have none, and then it is chaos, and then it is a Democrat city. And that's why you can copy and paste these stories to New York, to New Jersey, to L.A. You can copy and paste them because they all have one common denominator. And that is the ideology of communism, of Marxism, of socialism, of the Democrat mafia. That is this ideology that everyone like this guy just articulated. 
Everybody in this story is a victim. Just ask them. The kids are a victim, too. What are they a victim of? Well, they're a victim of what? Of being born. That's what they're a victim of. So you're arguing with somebody like Jello, and that's why you can't have an argument. You just have to get around them. You just have to go away from them. You just have to just get away, and you got to stop funding it because they're not going to stop funding it because all Lori Lightfoot's got to do is open a center. You know how ridiculous it is? She goes out and celebrates opening a center. How much security do you think was on there so she could get out of that car? And she could care less about you or your family that are driving down the Dan Ryan. It's a it's a disgraceful thing, John. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate yeah. it. Okay, sure. And that's the reality of it. This is a character issue, and it's very expensive to get very poor character. You're paying top dollar for this. These schools, which are teaching these kids, and by the way, these kids are a product of those schools. End of story. Just like your kids are a product of your schools and mine and all the rest of it. Are there other factors? Yes. But for the bulk of their day, this is this this is the education. This is the value they have on everything from life, their own life, to those that they would hurt. And you've paid for this. This is the product of public schools. You want it to go away? End public schools overnight. End them. End the teachers union. End it all. If you if this if if society is going to pay eighteen thousand dollars, you could send every one of these kids to Fenwick. Every one of them. Why? What's the difference? See, but they like that scam. That's how they get their other mafia, the teachers union, like all the other unions. They like the scam. It's the one that keeps on giving. Rob and Aurora. Hey, Sean, you talking to me now? I am. All right. Awesome to talk to you. Hey, I just wanted to let you know. Uh, so uh, we had a family gathering uh, Saturday and we wanted to go to a beach. But uh, we basically said we're not going to Chicago. Screw that. So uh, we ended up going to Warren Dunes in Michigan, and uh, there were no needles on the beach. There was a cop passing by about every five minutes, and uh, there was no funny business going on there. So I just want to let everybody know if they want to go to a beach, there's a a good one over there. You know, I have to tell you, Rob, I I was in Michigan um, this 4th of July, and it's beautiful. It's, you know, it's obviously it's got some some problems. It's got some policies that I disagree with, but they haven't hit. The destination of those policies in the way Illinois has. It's a real unfortunate thing when you when you're when you're trapped and when you're held hostage in these in these sewers. You know, I don't know. I I don't know what the future is for for Michigan. I think they've got some decisions to make, whether they keep electing a Democrat or not is the main one. But hopefully they'll get back on track and they will not. Um, And it's curious to see. But they're way better than we are. There's no question about it. In fact, as you drive up the coast there of of Lake Michigan, it's absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And, you know, I pull up what the property in, in St. Joseph, Michigan, the homes are right on Lake Michigan. The backyard is Lake Michigan, like 600 grand for those homes. And the reason is they're not in the financial straits. They're not in the financial destitution. And their taxes are a third of what they are in Illinois. A third. You can live on Lake Michigan and pay $6,000 a year, $7,000 a year. Or you could live in one of these really rough neighborhoods and pay ten. This this failure of the Democrats is very expensive, Rob. Thank you so much for the call and for listening. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you. Joe in Dundee. Hi, hey, Joe. Sean. Yeah, uh, yeah. my thought is that uh, if old man Daly was still the mayor of Chicago, he would have the paddy wagons lined up. He would have cops on horses and, you know, basically uh, call a curfew. Uh, you know, if they can't party nice, uh, 
what other choice do you have but to round them up and put them through the legal system? The reason, too, is I think it's a twofold reason. Number one, I'm not, an, I'm not a daily family guy. I think they destroyed that city, to be quite honest with you. I think they laid the infrastructure of the mafia and the corruption that uh, brought it down and that you saw. They're the ones who work the deal with the uh, liquor distributors where restaurants couldn't buy the cheapest liquor. They had to buy from the ones that paid them the most. So I'm not a daily fan, but daily was under that yeah. impression. And I don't, I don't think Daly would have been to this extent of social welfare either. I think Daly would have been a little bit more fiscal. But never forget, it was his son, that buffoon who couldn't pass the bar exam, the one who's drunk right now, ironically in Michigan. It was the buffoon who sold the meters. And I don't know if you saw this story today. Do you know what it cost you to park at a meter for four hours in Chicago? $30. I can't imagine. $30. Yeah, so he worked that deal, and guess yeah. what? The 50 thieves calling themselves aldermen, they put ketchup on it and just said, where's my piece? So, you know, before we pay uh, homage to the dailies, let's take it all. They're part of the problem. We'd all been better off. They'd have been thrown in jail if we actually had a legal system that prosecuted criminals and not political enemies. Thank you, though, Joe. I appreciate it. I can offend basically anyone. It's a gift. Chad, Crystal Lake. Hey, Sean. How are you? Great show. Love it. And uh, supporting it. And uh, I just want to let you guys know, I wouldn't like that Biden's coming out to Crystal Lake tomorrow, but uh, there's a bigger Republican base here than I think anybody really thinks there is, and we're definitely going to be showing up in force, and we're tired of the BS, and just say, keep up the good work. And you want to uh, see, hey, you want to see, you want to see a police presence, and you want to see effective policing. Wait till you see what they do yeah. to you tomorrow. You're going to be so far <laughs> off on the side. So you're going to be so That's far so off on the side. You're not going to stand a chance. <laughs> and they're protecting this dimwit. Did you see him this weekend? What a disgrace yeah. of a man. He's not even speaking, from what I've heard. I don't, no. or, uh, and, I don't and, know what he's even doing. And, Chad, you know, I, if you notice, if you remember the beginning, I would argue against certain Trump policies. You know, I really did. I wasn't, sure. you know, I, I didn't like a lot of his policies. But when they were chanting unfit, do you remember that? They were wanted to remove him because he was unfit. And you sure. have this crypt keeper up there like an ad for Alzheimer's. If Alzheimer's had a commercial, Joe Biden would be the spokesman. It's insanity <laughs> to me. It's great. <laughs> and you he's have a fraud. To love he's it. the biggest fraud ever imposed on the American people. Well, he should be impeached for violating his oath of office, no? Yeah. Well, so shouldn't they all? Can you name one Democrat that's not a front? I'm trying to think okay. about it. Can you name you one? On Dick Durbin? I mean, we're, we can go down the list. Just Dick Durbin's on. my favorite one. He had the audacity to take that cream puff eater wife of his and make her a lobbyist. And his nephew <laughs> are lobbyists. And that's <laughs> the bagman system he washes all the money through. And this guy yeah. never had a job. It's just beautiful. You have to almost admire the out-in-the-open fraud and hypocrisy. It's, it's something to behold. Thank you, Chad, for the call. Good luck tomorrow. All right. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Wear your high-tight skin cream. It's good for outside. Don't forget. Another business. Because it's i got to fund it. It's very expensive to fund this. And I'm, I, you know, I, I'm still just disgusted. I'm still disgusted about this kid getting shot in the neck. I, I, I can't imagine because maybe it's because I have a kid that age and you know what it's like to spend all that time hoping the kid turns out to be somebody like this like this kid hoping that he does good and does good in school and makes good decisions and has a bright future and all he did was get on a train his family drove 14 hours from denver to be by his side at the university of chicago medical center his friends rushed there too just ran as fast as we could. Max's mom is a doctor. She tells us the bullet paralyzed Max from the neck down. He would not- 
I mean, to have to do that, and you take them off, you take them off life support and everything they could have been, and they never caught the scum that will amount to nothing in his life, nothing that pulled the trigger. It's just beyond disgraceful. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I'll be back after this. <laughs> Stay on there. Let's get to some of the calls. You've been waiting quite patiently. Greg in LaGrange. Hi, Greg. Sean, how are you? Wonderful. How are you? You explain something to me. You Can you explain to me why anybody, I mean anybody, unless you were given a boatload of gold, would come here and relocate a business? You wouldn't. You can't. You can't. Well, you can't. You just named property. it. You you're, given, you're given tax abatement. I mean, if you're going to move a business here, you're talking about a drug company. Let, let, let's talk about the one that moved by Mel, in Melrose Park there. $240 million they got it in, in various layup loans and grants f- to build the, the, the structure. $240 million. Ten years, no state taxes or local taxes on the property. You know, a company does a billion a year. You're talking serious money, kid. So that's why they come. Can you, They're bribed. Can I ask you another question? Can I ask yeah. you another question? Why... In God's name, are the business owners, are the, are the legacy business owners in this city not gathered together and getting in that city hall office and just taking her and just basically saying, we're going to deal with this? Because they're afraid. You, they're, you're, you're, you know, listen, I, 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 there are hitmen that are afraid of the IRS and government power. They're afraid of her power. She has a lot of power. She wants to jam up your business. They'll jam up the business. This is the problem when you have a Soviet system. The government is everything. How many of these judges that you're going to go before because you need things for your business are Democrats? The entire judicial system in Illinois and Crook County, it's a joke. It's a national joke. They're all Democrats. The lawyers that are supposed to, above all, respect the rule of law. They vote Democrat year in and year out because they want more money when they get a judgment for a slip and fall case or every other. They like the scam. So there's that hub of connected law firms, you know, the kind where like Blagojevich worked and all that rats, all the rats. And then they like it that yeah. way. So no matter what, they're Democrats, Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. This is the downside of it. They thought we had a guy call about daily. He thought he could keep keep it in a neighborhood. What he didn't understand is it's a philosophy. It's an ideology. It's not about it's not logistically bound. It's an ideology that affects everybody who touches it. Once you are on the government, you are a slave to the government and all that comes with it. So you may not like the corruption. You may say, well, it's dangerous. I got a button here. I got to lock up. And gee, that's a shame. But you're used to it. And those those failures become sufferable. You can suffer with them. You just you deal with it. And that's how before you know it, you get so many good people acclimate to very, very bad things where everybody knows who the drug dealer is, everybody knows who the shooter is, and they say nothing. That's the, that's the destruction of character, and that's what welfare is. That's why it's never worked. You know, you think I'm bashing Chicago. You could take this philosophy and go back 100 years. It doesn't work, Greg. Never did work. That was fast. This is the fastest two hours. All right, listen. You've been on the line. There's a couple of you. I didn't get to you. But uh, when we come back, I'm going to tell you a little story, and then I'll take all your calls after we get back.
Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I love doing this show. I got to tell you the truth. I love it. Love it. And the show, by the way, is growing exponentially. And it's because of you. It's growing because of you, because of Christine and Dave and Kira and Terry and everybody. All the callers I have. And uh, I think it's growing because I'm not selling you anything. I'm not telling you go support your GOP. Uh, I think they're, the vast majority of them are self-aggrandizing frauds in better suits than the Democrats. That's just the way it is. So I'm going to get to your calls on this subject, but I wanted to tell you this show is growing. I'm going to prove it to you after this uh, couple of calls here, but I want, to, I want to tell you why I'm not switching topics. It's because it's my tribute to you. Like me, I mean, I started calling shows. I think that the callers and the listeners deserve respect. Christine in Rogers Park. Hi, Christine. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Perfect. Okay. I'll I'll make this quick. How can we find out about how much money Lori Lightfoot's making off Mayor Brown and Platt? Because I heard about six weeks ago, I believe, on your station, and I know somebody who works there. She declared $396,000. to be exact. What's $400,000? But that keeps her under that tax bracket that Biden wants to hit in. She she, she disclosed that... Three ninety six, I believe, was the disclosure, give or take. I'm going on memory, but she disclosed it. She has to. Yeah, that's oh, her. Okay. For the law firm, yeah. that's come on. No, that's all. Thank In you. Chicago, do you know what it what it what it means when uh, when mayors are on the payroll or when Cook County commissioners are agents for Gold Rush Gaming? Do you know what that is in the city of Chicago and Cook County and Illinois in general? That's a resume builder. There's nothing wrong with that, Christine. The people of Illinois are perfectly content. In Chicago, it's just an, <laughs> just an asset for it. Get used to it, Christine. Thank you so much. All right, so now listen. Um, all right, come on. We'll go to him. I can't help it. i got to stick with the ladies. Kira Elgin. Okay. I'll try to be fast. Okay, so, Sean, thank you. I, I listen to you every day now. Um, so I took a psychology class in college where they made us watch violent films and over time that theory was that we didn't care so much about the violence which is what's happening um just uh, real quick i picked up a guy this weekend i drive uber here and there and it was a father his 12 year old son's in the backseat with a couple of kids this father is having a conversation on speakerphone about someone getting shot in the head like it was nothing he's laughing about it he's using the n-word like every other sentence what race was he? In jail. What race was he? He, you know? was, he? he was black. Black. Okay. And and the kids were in the back seat, and I'm sure they probably heard the conversation. Now, I would have said something if there weren't kids in the back seat, because I've been given a one rating before for saying, watch the swearing, you're in my car. But with this guy, he actually scared me, because yeah. he was so so nonchalant about it. So what I'm asking is, is this murder and the uh, the... The superintendent Brown is saying 90 murderers have been let out on the street on ankle bracelets, but he sounds frustrated. 
That's her. So that's her shtick. That that phony anger in her voice and that righteous indignation that she pretends to have is her shtick. No, I'm and saying the, the Brown, the superintendent. Oh. Well, he's just listen. He was brought in. He was brought in to tell the noble lie. He was brought in to placate. He wasn't brought in to do anything. That's why they stick him in the camera in the costume. You know, he's not a real cop, right? That's a costume he's wearing. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a costume. He goes up there with his stars on his shoulders like he's somebody. And uh, he's just there. To, it's a fairy tale. It's, 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 it's kabuki theater. How does it look? We're really working hard. We're going to do something. We're going to put more money in. Yada, yada, yada. It's the same spiel. I could run as a Democrat. They're just scumbags who will lie in, with the open eyes. That's all they are. Thank you so much, Kira. And, and to prove my point, to prove my point about the show getting bigger and Democrats are scumbags. I, uh, I have a nice relationship with the people at 560. Think about what happened. I'm a caller like you, like Kara. Call up. I argue with a couple of hosts. I then enjoy myself, uh, go to a couple of events. I meet the uh, people. And uh, ironically, it was the Irish gypsy, Joe Walsh, who asked me to fill in. And here you go. Right? Here I am. I never really got along with Joe. I like this wife very much, not Joe. So anyway, I, uh, this is an organic thing. I didn't go to radio school. I still don't know how to hit the buttons. In fact, Keith, and they make fun of me. I don't know, in queue, out of queue. What the hell do I know? Put on, turn on the mic and we'll talk. That's how I like to do this. So I get a lot of feedback. And the reason I'm here is because of you people. So many of you would write nice things to the management at Salem. And it helped me. And they approached me. And here we are. Ta-da. So the relationship I have with them is they will give me feedback. You know, if someone says something or whatever the case is. I very rarely do I get um, bad feedback, which is shocking when you think about it. I'm out here telling you not to make friends with people who are scumbags, who undermine the ideology of Americanism. To me, this isn't a Republican-Democrat thing. This is a liberty Free American ideology against a form of statism, of communism, of Marxism. And all of those are fascistic. They're all steeped in force. Every one of those ideologies. They all come from the tree of tyranny called communism. And they will tell you anything so that you give them your trust. So that they can hide the real ramifications of that lie, of that corruption, of that failure, like is an ex exemplified in Chicago and what we're living through and all these other mafia hubs of Marxists. So I get a feedback from from the listeners. I'm not going to say his name because his name isn't worth it, but it's funny to me. On the eve of the 4th of July, a date our nation's veterans fought to protect and preserve. See, you already know he's a Democrat because he's an idiot. This is the this is when. The signing of the, of the Declaration of Independence. It was a war for eight years where the principles of, of Americanism, which were really an embracement of uh, the Enlightenment and the ideology that no man is a slave. And it was only a third of the country. So he likes to pretend that's veterans. But what do you expect from a Democrat? AM 560, the answer, host Sean Thompson, who never served a day in the military, called veterans who disagree with him scumbags. I called veterans who would support the ideology of anti-Americanism, which is represented best in this dimwit in diapers, this buffoon of a man, this facade of a man, this corrupt political whore, some of you call president. Scumbags. And I stick by that. Here are his bosses and their contact to express your disgust at his anti-American, using American patriotic hand to strike itself. Well, disparaging this nation every single day. 
And he names Jeff Reisman, he names Marcus Brown, and he gives them their email, right? So I said, boy, that's kind of weird. Well, guess what? I went on this idiot's Facebook, which is where he put this. Works at co-host of Playtime with Bill and Carrie on WCGO Radio. Now, if I remember correctly, I don't know where that is, WCGO. I think that's on the dummy side of the aisle. And I think that's where the scumbag Irish Gypsy Joe Walsh ended up. Further on his page, I love the innocence of this image of a young Frida Cole. That you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I'm, I'm butchering her last name, Kahlo. That's it, Kahlo. I knew I was butchering her name, Frida Kahlo. She's the one with the unibrow, who was um, Trotsky's fluffer before the Leninists bashed his head in with a hammer in Mexico. She was the Mexican uh, communist. And um, this is on his page. So here you have a co-host who is espousing communism, who is paying homage to communists and Marxists of various kinds. He's going on a he's on a radio station with some other dimwit. And rather than view it as a as a discussion of ideas and okay, let's talk it out. He wants to write to my bosses at the station to to harm the show, and that's how you know the show is getting stronger and stronger every day. When the Marxist mafia must plot to undermine, because they can't beat your points, they have to wallow in the failure of their own ideology every time this idiot has to drive to that sewer in Old Town or wherever the hell that station on top of a garage is. So the reality is this is how you know we're being effective. And this is how you know the principles of Americanism will never be crushed. So you may be trapped in these bastions of Marxism and fraud and failure like Chicago and Illinois. But the reality is they can never kill it because this country, this idea, this this notion of what real patriotism is, it's an idea. It's not a flag. It's not a place. It's an idea of freedom versus the, the corruption and chaos and real force of fascism you live with. The force of fascism can never really be shown more than what we've lived through this last year. This is why you resist government always and forever. Because if you would have talked about this in 2019, in January of 2020, if you would have talked about the idea that a government could seize every aspect of American life and place innocent people under house arrest, take away businesses of entrepreneurs, force businesses, or give the only option of taking money that they didn't know what the circumstances were in a, in a, in a veiled disguise to help them. And now you'll see how much help that's really going to be as they come for that money and claw back five times with it, what you took. You're seeing the ramifications of a very thought-out plot to overtake all aspects of property rights and freedom and liberty. And now we're getting to the the so-called cure of what you know, everybody knows, is a flu, a virus that the government financed. And I don't care how you want to put lipstick on that pig and sell it. That's just a fact, Jack. And now they're going to they crank out the vaccine. And I don't care if Donald Trump is the president. This is the beauty of the show. I don't care who's the president, Donald Trump or Joe Biden. I'm not putting that garbage in my body. I don't give a rip what you do or what you say. Luckily, I can afford to not give a rip. The problem is the people that can't. Did you know right now there's talk of the government coming to your door 
to see if you're vaccinated. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community-by-community door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is. So you better work, you Marxist pig, you fat slob. You better work to undermine me. You better work to cancel me. Because if you think for one minute of one day, I will not call you for the fascist, scum, communist pigs you are. You're wrong. The only way you're going to have to do it is through lying, misleading, mischaracterizing. Because if you talk about the principle of freedom versus tyranny, we Americans that are left will always take freedom and will die to do it. So I don't care who you email, scumbag. I'm only mad that, unfortunately, I talked to the higher-ups. They will not let me arrange an MMA contest between me and WCK stupid whatever the hell station it is because I don't have to have Dan Prof come he's not going to look good in a leotard and he can't defend himself it's me against the whole radio station let's see how we do this is the kind of people you're dealing with liars and frauds and cheats 312-642-5600 I'll be back after this All right, we got a caller left um, from uh, Chicago and the ultimate destination of all Democrat policies, the city of Chicago and where it leads. So let's uh, cut him in because he's been waiting. Dave and Lansing. Uh, hey, Sean. Uh, the Mayor Lightfoot issue and the shootings. I estimate that 25% of the shootings in Chicago can be put on her because for two reasons. Number one, she said Chicago is a sanctuary city. And number two, where do drugs and gangs go? They go to sanctuary cities, and, and a police official said that um, 50% of the shootings are gang-related. So we can put some of that squarely on the foot of Mayor Panda. Well, one thing's for certain, where you see the collapse and where you see all the shootings, they have one common denominator. It's a Democrat-run sewer. I'm sorry. Every single one of them. So there's no need to think so narrow-minded as far as Lightfoot. She's just a fungible face of Marxism, of failure, of corruption. She is the Democrat, and that is a Democrat policy, and these are Democrat ramifications. Just like the idea that a government could tell you by force that you have to put something in your body. And the idea of a White House press secretary in the year 2021 telling you that they are organizing people to come and knock on your door to make certain you had it and the correlation not being made that this is not an American political party. This is the Fourth Reich. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community-by-community door-to-door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need. So now what? how does that work? You come and knock on my door, your big fat derriere, your cream puff eating Democrat head with your your cheeks laying on your chest like Pritzker, and you say, hey, were you vaccinated? I say, no, get the hell off my step. Now what's next? Anybody want to tell me what that looks like? Because that's what I do every time a government official knocks on my door. Whether it's the census, I don't care what it is. Get off the step. Now I'm going to sit there as some what? Some 350-pound transgender with a hook in their nose like a bull in the Old West comes and tells me, hey, why don't you get vaccinated? What, are you out of your mind? I don't have to put that in my body. And by the way, do you know what's going on in the body? Anybody know what the real numbers are? The real numbers of both the people that were vaccinated and got COVID again or the people that were vaccinated and had adverse effects? 
Do you know what they are? Well, I don't blame you for not knowing. After all, we got a senator, one of the handful of good senators, Ron Johnson, up in Wisconsin, who had a little uh, press conference, and he wanted to bring his constituents who had adverse effects of the vaccine. And guess who picked up on it? Nobody. This is a week old. Right now at 5, despite criticism from state and local health communities, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson held a press conference today with a handful of people who said they experienced adverse reactions from the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, even the way it's reported, a handful of people. Well, you mean like the handful of people that were shot in, in, in Chicago? I mean, when does it not become a handful? Because if it's your mother, if it's your son... If it's your father or your brother or your sister, is it a person? Does it not matter? Is one not enough? I mean, I don't know what happened. Remember how all of a sudden peanut allergies came out? Next thing you know, I couldn't send my kid with a sandwich to school. Why are peanut allergies getting more attention than vaccination adverse effects? Anybody? Johnson, who has not gotten the vaccine, wants more attention paid to side effects. We're going to hear from those who oppose that message. But first, Taylor Lumpkin joins us live. And Taylor, what does Senator Johnson and his supporters have to say? Well, the Centers for Disease Control has said that there's always been a small percentage of people who might experience adverse reactions. But today's group said they just wanted to share their stories in hopes of... So think about that. There's always been... A small percentage. Who gets to decide small? That's not you. Don't worry about it. But now you've got your government Gestapo in the forms of Marxist organization and groups and bureaucracies filled up with idiots that like the ones that run the CDC. Idiots. Yeah, I get to decide if they're idiots. Or that double-talking moron at 80 years old who happens to have done very well in his life, Fauci, financially well. Everything else he's touched turned to gaga. But financially, he's raked it in. So now, because they know, they've always known, certain people are going to, okay, we have the adverse effect. Now you're going to come and make me do it? Well, I don't want the adverse effect. How do I know I'm not the one? Oh, don't worry, you aren't. Who says so? The guy in diapers who's drooling on himself, who can't spit out a sentence and is the president. Oh, okay, that guy. Starting a conversation. We are asking to be seen. We are asking to be heard. And we're asking to be believed. Candace Hayden was one of six people who came to share their stories Monday, although her doctor and the doctors of most others at the press conference refused to draw a connection to the vaccine. Candace says she experienced several problems following the shot. I was suffering from severe paresthesia and was paralyzed, partially paralyzed from my chest down. From sh- That seems like a big deal. That seems like something we might want to say, wait a minute. What is this woman? Now, I saw the video. I happen to know she's a middle-aged African-American woman. What else could be the connections to this? And shouldn't we take everybody in that category and say, wait a minute, before you do it, um, are you aware of what could happen? Putting pain in their bodies to being unable to move. Each and every person recalled the moments of what they say their life has been since getting their vaccine. I lost control of my legs and my bladder. Along with my dignity. On January 14th, I received the Moderna vaccine. Uh, The next morning, I woke up with severely swollen lymph nodes in my neck. You know, it's a funny thing about dignity. You really don't have it when when people can take away your decisions, can take away your opinion. You really don't have dignity. Now, you could pretend you're part of a group, but until you can stand up for your ideology... For your principles, do you have dignity? 
I got a whole party calling themselves Democrats that proves day in and day out they have none. None. It's absolutely disgraceful. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson says he does recognize that the vaccine is saving lives, but in his eyes, the CDC and other health officials aren't being fully transparent when it comes to the adverse reactions people can experience after getting the shot. Now, his eyes are the eyes of a senator, an actual elected senator. Not that that, not that, that should be more important than, than, than a truck driver or a bricklayer, or anybody else that has an opinion. This is how you know the country has lost its soul. Now, that's why I don't care who. Who votes for the kind of fascist pig that would implement these policies? I don't care if it's a veteran. Benedict Arnold was a veteran. I don't care who it is. Nobody stands behind a, a virtue shield to implement this kind of tyranny in my country, the, the only country built on freedom. The only one. It's no coincidence it was the best one until they ruined it. And by they, I mean Marxist scum. This is what you fight back. That's why it's not a party issue. It's an ideology issue. And if you do not have the principles of Americanism, you got nothing. Nothing. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls and comments when I get back. Excellent, excellent choice. All right, let's go right to the phone lines. John and Palatine. Hi, John. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Very good, buddy. This is kind of a a two-part question. Uh, One, how come uh, the president is uh, trying to make uh, all Americans, uh, whether they want it or not, get a vaccine, but all the illegal aliens in the world can run into our country and they don't have to get vaccinated at all. Plus, we give them health care on top of it. Because two, oh, we're going to go right if, into two. If, if 60 or 70 uh, people are getting shot in Chicago, why can't we recall our mayor like they're recalling Gavin Newsom? Because Illinois Mafia has protected itself. There's no vehicle to recall. They have no way to recall her. And it's 100, by the way. Oh, that's you should be, beautiful. You should be 40% more offended. Um, as to your first question about um, illegal aliens, you heard that expression, and it gets, it gets used too often, right? Government picks winners and losers. That's not accurate. Mm. Government picks the virtuous. That's what it's picking. So government says that the people who are illegal are virtuous, And those who are here through no fault of their own or circumstances that they've chosen, whatever the case may be, they are indebted. They are mortgaged to the virtuous. So you will pay taxes, you will sacrifice, and you will follow rules that the virtuous does not have to. That's how all socialist and collectivist societies work. Government is the decider. Yeah? You didn't know that, huh? Oh, no, I, I don't like that at all, Sean. Well, you like it. It ain't got nothing to do with it. I mean, after all, you don't think oh. this is like a republic, do you? You hear you hear these <laughs> Marxists use the word democracy, and what they really mean is mobocracy, and what they want is mob rule, and that's why they all call it that. So you not liking it, you're just like me, brother. We're an enemy of the state. Welcome to the party. The good news is we're normally generally better looking. Because I can't find a Marxist that doesn't turn my stomach. But thank you very much. That's the good news. Thank you so much. Sherry and Darian. Hey, Sean. It's Sherry. I love your show. Oh, um, you. I have to tell you, I was raised in an Italian neighborhood, too. Not the same one that you came from. But I, I recognize a wolf when I see one. 
So what I'm, <laughs> I called to throw you a bone. Oh, and thank to you. All your new, your, and to all your new, your new listeners, I want them to know that just because we're uh, very dramatic at times and very passionate, that everything that you voice on the show is absolutely 100% true. You have your own way of doing it, but I got to tell you, you're right. I mean, the Dems been planning this for years. It's just happening to take fruitation right now. And so now this is what we're seeing. And not, actually, it really had no... I mean, indirectly has no bearing on the the elections because it's been in progress and planned for so long. But everything you say and all the facts you have, I want your listeners to know, especially the newbies, that you are right on. And I hope they don't think you're being, you know, sometimes too passionate. So let me tell you what happened. You really know your stuff. Well, thank you. It's a lot of of time I put into it. But I got to tell you a story. So my wife is not like, you know, Mm -hmm. she doesn't she's not like me. So we would be out having dinner and I would be doing, you know, because this is all I talk about. I don't drink. This is all I think about. This is all I research. Right. I love (laughs) I was lucky as a kid because I was born my my parent, my mother. I didn't have it. my mother and her family uh-huh. told me you're rich because you're an American. You could do anything. And then they taught me the principles of Americanism. Right. And I was always it wasn't money that I was after, although I love it. I'm a capitalist. It was that constant doing it and not owing it to anybody. Never owe it to anybody. Yeah. I don't care if you make 50 grand, 30 grand, whatever you make, 500 grand. I don't care. Don't owe it to anybody. Don't do it because you took a corrupt angle on it. And then you're beholding to nobody. So I love that. Right. That meant more to me than the actual number. And that's why I love capitalism. I love this country because it, it, it enables you to not owe anything to anybody. You did it. And, you know, every other philosophy doesn't. And the more you get ahead is when you're like Arnie Duncan, who's qualified for nothing. But Barack Obama likes how he looks when he takes his shirt off when they play basketball. So next thing you know, he's in charge of everything. See, I don't like that. So thank you very much. So my wife would say like this. She'd go like this, Sherry. Google him. Whenever we'd be out to dinner, I'd say something. Google him. This is when Google was new. And I would tell my wife, if I'm right, we go home. I have my way with you. She got so tired of having to put out. She stopped saying it. So thank you, Sherry. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right. Uh, Brenda Oakbrook. Hi, Brenda. Hi, Sean. I love your show. Stay strong. Oh, thank um, you. You're really speaking for so many of us. Thank um, you. This question goes to how I can um, talk and speak intelligently to people who, when I say, the violence in Chicago is horrific, and it's not because of the gun laws, because we have the strictest gun laws in the country. They come back and say, oh, well, they're going into Indiana and bringing it in. And Lori Lightfoot says this as well. And what who's they? Say- you know, here's so that's a talking point. And Brenda, you have to keep in mind they've been they've been working on this, you know, for for really since Karl Marx. So you got about 135 years of this BS, right? So they're always working on excuses and angles, and that's why they're bastardizing the language. And all you really have to say is who's they? Because Indiana per capita has more gun ownership, Texas more gun ownership. In fact, the very bulk of the country has more legal gun ownership, more people with guns than anywhere on the planet is this country. Yet. Those areas that are run by Republicans do not have the violence. So what's the difference and who's the they? They are people who are Democrats. These are Democrats. That's why it's not race. It's character. And these are people who are living in the result of Democrat policies. Ta-da! This is what you get. 
Look at it. It's ugly. It's chaos. It's mayhem. It's destruction of wealth and it's hopelessness. Do you like it? Are you thirsty for more? Because that's what a Democrat is. So if you're if you get these people and they say, oh, it's the gun laws in Indiana. First of all, know who you're talking to. You're talking to a brainwashed, self-loathing Marxist. That's what they are. And in their mind, the people who are Lori Lightfoot and the Democrats that run the sewer and the aldermen and all the corruption, those are just they just got to tweak it a little bit. And then we're going to be perfect. Rather than recognizing, look at what you've done since your so-called war on poverty. You've trying to normalize welfare now. Now they're trying to get more people in on it rather than have you realize what it produces. It steals your character. These are people that have sold their character and their dignity for rent money. Not only, I mean, now that we've established you're a whore, we're just negotiating the, the numbers. And it's a disgraceful way to live. That's why I don't sell out. That's why when the PP loan, Brenda, listen, I, I've got four businesses. When they shut down the businesses, I'll tell you what. I have my bag against the wall, right? What do you do? You've got to make a decision. Either you work twice as hard to keep businesses afloat that should go out of business because you like to hang out with your guys or whatever the case is, in my case. And that's what I did. I went to work twice as hard. But I did not take the PPP money because I knew what it was. And I had Republicans, friends of mine, take it. You deserve it. I'm not taking anything. How do you take something you don't know what the, what the hook is? You don't know what the terms are. How could you take it? Now we're learning, Brenda. That's how you that's how you spread that mindset of government welfare loyalty. You spread it like that. And that's how you, you, you can stop looking at right and wrong. And that's how you get to where we are. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. All right, listen, I gotta go to break. I went long there. Robert Craig, hang on, Terry. I'll be back after this. It's the say no. It's not going to win. I, nothing's going to stop me from taking Ruth and Elgin's call. Ruth, thank you Hi. for calling the show. How are you? Um, I'm good. How about yourself? You've got my, one of my favorite names, Ruth. I wanted to name my daughter that name. I love it. Oh, Go ahead. You did. Huh? <laughs> well, I just wanted to tell you that I got that book, Climate Gate, that you, the last time I talked to you, I don't know if you remember. But I do. I Brian Sussman. Yes. Yes. And I'm reading it right now, and I'm I can't believe, actually, we've been almost taken over from... <laughs> from people who've been wrong. Going. And they've right? been wrong. How about how wrong they are? He goes over 70 years of predictions, of fear-mongering, of real corruption, and we still exactly. keep going with it. It's just disgraceful, Ruth. It's disgraceful, and it's something to watch out for. So it I really appreciate is. it. Now I'm going so- to tell you the devil and Karl Marx. You ever read that? Pardon me? The Devil and Karl Marx. Did you read no, that? No, I never read that one. Oh, where do you find out what a peach this guy was? Where do you oh. see what he thought What he thought of, of, of African Americans, of African Russians? Where do you see what he thought of, uh, and the true racist he was against people in Europe, against all different... Where do you see what kind of a scum he was? They go through his private writings. What a piece of garbage. And look at, you know, after he died, nobody gave a rip about this guy for 30 years. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, here he pops up. Yeah, and next thing you know, the people who love him are putting ads uh, against conservative or against Americans and their American politicians. That's the real scary part. Ruth, thank you for the call. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Before we get to it, I had Misty caught this. I still can't get over it. This is the moron. The 4th of July is a sacred day in our country, a day of history, of hope. Mm -hmm. 
remembrance and resolve of promise and possibilities. Before me stands monuments of the greatest and the goodness. Uh For we are emerging from the darkness of... What do you think the people who really, really really understand and fought and pay tribute to this principles that this stupid son of a dog has bastardized. What do you think they think of him? Or the people who vote for him. The enemy isn't some foreign country. The enemy is the communist who looks like you and votes like them. I'll be back in 22 hours. Thank you so much.